Treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to the amazing world of radio with Adam Graham. Welcome to the amazing world of radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Today, we're going to bring you the third in our series of Christmas programs. And this is a short program that was put out by the Armed Forces Radio Service. The original air date, December 25th, 1947. And the title is Christmas 1947. Germany, 1947. The small village seems to huddle together for needed warmth against the chilly winds that sweep down from the nearby mountains. Winter has closed down, and the G.I.s on duty are in sheepskins. The barracks' lights are winking on in a sudden rush of light, and the usual poker game gets underway. Uh, You getting in on this, Hal? I thought I'd read tonight. You're a big winner for the week. You can't do this to us. Red's right. Be a sport. Oh, look, fellas. What I... can you do with all the dough you've been winning? Come on. Give me a seat. Here's where I get some back. I've dropped more to him than anyone else. Just watch me go to town. Get going, Red. Slip me some bullets. Here they come, boys. Well, I'm through. I'm clean, too. Yeah, that's uh, that's enough for me. I guess I'll turn in and listen to him. He looks sad, no less. How can a guy be sad after raking in all that green stuff? Yeah. No, I didn't want to play. Here. Divvy it up. Huh? I don't care. Hey, the man's sick. Someone call a medic. No kidding, Hal. What gives? I don't know. Maybe it's the season. Huh? Well, I... I'd never been away from home before at Christmas. Hey. Hey, that's right. Let's see, how many more days? Three days. It gives me a funny feeling. I, well, what I mean is I... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Christmas tree, eggnog. Ah, brother. Break up your winnings, Hal. I'll take it back. I don't want it. Cut it out. I'm getting weak. I mean it. Oh, I lost fair. Take it. Tell you what. If it makes you feel any better, buy some Christmas presents with it. Buy me a marked deck so I can win at this game sometimes. Well, I... Yeah, I'd like to buy some things, like you said, but there's nothing to get around here. Would be nice, though. May I walk with you, sir? What's this, sir? You know my name, Heinrich? Yes, but it is difficult for me to use the first name. Here it is always the surname. We have a new deal now. I'm Hal, and you're... Say, do you like Henry or Hank instead of Heinrich? Hank, I think. Okay, Hank. Where are you going? No place in particular. Just stretching my legs. Stretching? (laughs) Walking. 
It's another way of saying it in my country. Come along. I'm glad to have the company. How's school? Excellent. Knocking down the old A's, huh? School is interesting. There are so many things I do not know. Say, what are you going to do during your Christmas vacation? Study some more. That's all? We will sing the holiday songs. When Mama was alive, we would have a tree with many lights. Now perhaps a candle will take its place. Mama used to make cooking. They would melt in your mouth. No cooking this year? How can there be? Where's the food to make into cooking? Sweet candies or cake? No, we will sing the songs. Someday, maybe next year, it will be a good Christmas. Oh, no, Hank. All the Christmases are good. Well, they have to be on account of... Well, on account of what happened about 1,900 years ago. You are correct. It can still be Christmas without the cooking and the candies. Sure, Hank. But how? Yeah? St. Nicholas. When I think of him, he always comes with his reindeer. He has good things to give to everyone. You believe in Santa Claus, don't you? I'm not a child anymore. No, he really does not come, but that it is just the spirit of Christmas. Sure, that's the way it is. So, figure it this way, Hank. Santa, St. Nicholas, comes zooming in every year at this time, spreading good cheer. You know, goodwill, happiness. Then you won't feel like you're missing anything. Yeah. Hal, would you tell me the story my mama used to tell me? The Christmas story? Yeah, please. Okay, Hank. Uh, a long time ago in Palestine, there was a fine woman whose name was Mary. At that time, the people were waiting for a sign from God, for God to send them a deliverer, a messiah, who would get rid of all their troubles. Mary was going to have a baby, and with Joseph, her husband, she came to the city of Bethlehem. Mary felt that her time was near, but they couldn't find an inn that had a room. Here he is. The native returns. Where have you been, Hal? We've been holding up the game. Don't you guys ever get tired of losing your money? The tide will turn. Not tonight. I'm not touching the deck. Nobody is. Huh? You heard me. We've got things to do. Hey, what's the score? Well, you guys know little Heinrich. Sure, the kid with the big eyes. Mm-hmm. Looks like a little old man. And what's he got to do with us? Plenty. That kid's not going to have a good Christmas. Why not? Oh, you guys know how it is in town. I guess it's the same in most places. The folks here have just enough to eat. Just enough. And to the kids, it really won't be Christmas without the little things to eat. The, the presents, you know. Yeah, it's tough, Hal, but what can we do about it? Yeah, if we had the stuff to give, we'd give it. But you can't make cake out of wishing for it. I've got money, haven't I? I'll put all of my winnings. Now, who's got some ideas how we can rustle up some cakes and candy and so on? How about the PX? No. Hey, wait a second. Yeah, Red's got something. But not just one PX. Now, if we could scout around to all the PXs in the area, we could really pick up a load of stuff. Now, look. Look, I... I was a big loser in the games. But you don't have enough dough. There are a lot of kids in this town. That's right. All right. Dig down in your barracks bags. You know, I'll bet all of us have a few things stashed away that it look like the biggest things in the world to one of these poor kids. Come to think of it, the girlfriend sent me a box of hard candy. And you didn't pass them out? Hiding stuff on your pals, all huh? All right, all right. Hard candies. Now, what else? Well, I, uh, 
I got a couple of cans of sliced pineapple. Oh, question, Hal. Yeah, shoot. Well, let's say we get what we need at the PX's. Who's going to bake the cakes and the cookies and all the rest? Now, you just leave that to me. Just get it. And let the other boys know what we're up to. These barracks bags could give us more than we think. Now, I'll break out the money and divvy it up, and then we get started. Hello, George. Hi. Say, George, is your mother still sending you those swell rolls of hers? Yeah, they're a little hard when they get here, but I warm them up. I keep telling them not to send them. Got any now? Yeah, you want one? All of them. For a Christmas party for the kids in town. Do I get them? You think I'm a heel? Take them. Well, I'll bet my mother... Say, I'll write and tell her. I bet she likes the idea. I'm not asking you to share your Christmas presents, Joe. If you need it, heck, the family sends me more stuff than I know what to do with. Hal said only stuff from barracks bags. Okay, help me empty mine out. You're sure to pick out something. Cost you away, Red. Uh, since when are you interested in my waistline, Hal? Let's see. A couple of pillows, a beard. Oh, no, you You'll don't. You'll make a perfect Santa Claus. And we'll round up a sleigh and some horses. Uh, sorry, no reindeer. Hey, look, if you think I'm... You're going to disappoint all those kids on their first real Christmas in years? Uh, where are the pillows? Tomorrow is Christmas. There is not enough time. Oh, you've got to do it, Herr Müller. I want to. I do not know where you managed to find the sugar and the chocolate and the flavoring. And I think this is a wonderful thing you do. And I know all the children are excited and thinking of the party tomorrow. But I am alone. To make all the things you want, there is not enough time. Well, I'll help you. Just tell me what to do. You mean what you say? What do you think? Every kid in town is licking his chops now. You want to disappoint them? Nine, but... So... Put your coat on that chair, so. Now we take the flop. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> Catching cold, Herr Miller? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, now, if you will take... Hey, what did Sick, cold. Oh, what a dope I am. Where's my coat? Wait, you said you would help me. I have to run. But I'll send someone to take my place, Herr Miller. I promise. <laughs> That's what I said. We're the biggest jerks this side of New York. Well, take it easy. None of us ever thought of it. What can we do about it now? So we thought of it. But there isn't much time. It's the night before Christmas. How many sick kids do you think there are, Hal? Well, let's see. The, the hospital's got five whole wards full of undernourished or injured kids. And they're the ones in their own homes. Gosh, I don't know. We'll have to knock on every door to find out. But, but we'll do it. It'll be a rotten deal for the shut-ins if they hear about a party and, and they're stuck in beds. But how'll we do it? Besides, where are we going to get more food? Ask the guys to dig down a little deeper. Yeah, but they have. Must be something left in those barracks bags. Don't tell me that... Now, well, supposing we raise some more stuff. How do you expect to get it around? Look outside. It's snowing heavy. Ah, we're stuck. Hey, jeeps. Five jeeps and we're okay if we move fast. Will the CO go for it? Well, he let Hal use one. Why not five? Hey, go see him, Hal. Okay. In the meantime, you guys start digging. Now, ask everyone again. That goes for the GIs as well as the officers. Tell them why, and I bet you don't get a no, even if they have to reach into their own Christmas presents. Then if we get the jeeps, we'll start our rounds in the morning. Hal, we've been waiting. All finished? Yeah. 
just got back early. Well, how did it go? Oh, swell. I covered my route. Every house. You should have seen Fred cry, Hal. Like oh, a baby. Every time he'd find a kid in bed. Oh, i cut it out. I picked up the Burgermeister and he went with me. <laughs> the way the parents kept looking at me. <laughs> we made a lot of friends today. Uh, Red's waiting for the signal. <laughs> well, then get ready. Hal. Oh, hello, Hank. Uh, you all know Hank, fellas. Sure, hi, Hank. Having a good time? It's wonderful. Oh, that makes us feel good, too, Hank. Oh, the others, they have sent me to thank you very much. All of you. <laughs> And especially because you have thought of those who could not come here tonight. We are most grateful and happy. Uh, thanks, Hank. Also, they wish that you would say something to us. Uh, me? Go on, Hal. Do... Well, do they understand English? They do. Oh, okay, Hank. Uh, boys and girls, uh, listen a minute. Well, the, the trouble with Christmas is that it, that it only comes once a year. I, uh... We want you fellas and girls to... Try and imagine, make believe, it's it's Christmas every day. Well, maybe there won't be presents that you can see and, and hold, but, well, they'll be there all the same because, well, about the best present you can give the world is, is the lesson of Christmas. That is, love for everyone. And then you'll be men of goodwill, like it says in the song. Goodwill for those you may never see or meet. They're important, too. I I hope you remember this because well that's what Christmas really means. In Christmas Story, 1947, was written by Steve Allen and produced by James W. Talbot. In the cast were Rye Billsbury, Dick Crenna, Howard Culver, Jerry Farber, Frank Gerstel, Irvin Lee, and Ed Penny. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.
Welcome back. As I said at the start, this is a short piece, but I think it's pretty impactful. It's very economical and to the point, but I think its story really does resonate. In the aftermath of World War II, there were many millions of suffering people all over the world. And not all of them were among our allies or among occupied nations. Many lived in the former Axis powers, but as in this story had nothing to do with the rise of fascism. And there was a question, and it was debated in various forms. We talked about it on our World War II podcast, The War. But it was the question of how do you prevent this from happening again? And I think this short, simple story proffers a simple, but I think profound answer. What's required is people of goodwill. And the way that you teach the children and future generations in these countries how to be people of goodwill is by being people of goodwill. And I think that's the was the ultimate message behind that speech at the end. And all the efforts they made to make sure that every child could be included brings home that point. It's also worth noting that the writer was Steve Allen, and I'm fairly certain that is the same Steve Allen who was the first host of The Tonight Show. He had served in the military and was at the point of beginning his radio career, and he did a lot of writing. Uh, and I think this was a pretty skilled script. Again, exploring some really rich themes and doing it in such a limited amount of time. I, I really enjoyed it. I spent a lot of time actually looking for this episode. I have had a good idea about the three episodes I was going to play for probably four or five months. But this last one took a while to nail down and find something that would work and that would be 15 minutes. And I'm so glad I waited and was able to find this one. And I hope you enjoyed it. We'll wrap up this series of podcasts tomorrow. If you do have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.